Welcome, welcome, welcome uh, to another episode of This Is African Football. You are with me, your host, Elasto Kapoeja. We are going to take you to all the corners of the continent, be it in the north, where the 2019 AFCON is going to be held, be it in the south, we've seen uh, a high number of countries qualifying for the very first time. Five of them for the Nations Cup, great for the region. We are going to go east as well, where we've seen again so many teams, the likes of Uganda. They've been there before. They are going back again to the Nations Cup. Uh, the Taifa Stars, Tanzania, they are also amongst the 24 teams that are going to qualify for the Nations Cup. Uh, you look at what has been happening as far as uh, club competitions on the continent is concerned. We saw, we witnessed the quarterfinals of the CAF Champions League. The first leg was played. Shocking, shocking result. Maybe not so for Mamelodi Sundowns. Uh, is it a done deal? Can they send now their under-19 team to go and finish it off? Uh, you look at also the Confederations Cup. Maybe not so much surprises there. Coaching changes in Malawi, possibility of a new coach coming in. Uh, you look at what is happening in Kenya, preparation underway. They are trying to get as much money as they can to make sure that the team, when they go to France, France, yes, you might ask, where is this Nations Cup going to be held? Yes, on the African continent. But they are going to France. That is the Arambe Stars to prepare for the Nations Cup. It's a whole lot of issues that are there on the continent of Africa. And obviously, I cannot break it down on my own. That is why I am with some special, special people that are joining me on this show today. This is African Football. Let me take this opportunity to introduce you, my guest. Uh, on my left, the usual suspect, Mr. Timothy Batabaire, former Ugandan international central defender, is here with me. Uh, but uh, more importantly, we have a special guest today that has just graced this occasion. Uh, he's a coach who loves to qualify for the World Cup. He's a coach who loves to defend the Kosafa under 20, two-time winning coach. Uh, none other than Tabo Sinong. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, uh, Lasto. Uh, good to see you and uh, good to see <laughs> Timothy as well. Yes, And uh, very humbled and honored, you know, to be part of this show. And uh, as we all know that... Uh, uh, this beautiful game is what yes. we love and it's what we live for. Thank you. That's the show. This is African football. Uh, really team where we, we look at all the issues on the continent. The beautiful game. Uh, the pros, the cons, the bad, the good, the ugly. The, all those things. Welcome team. Thank you, Elasto. Uh, thank you, coach. It's a pleasure to have you in, in the studios. And yes, it's a beautiful game that encompasses all of us here. And uh, all ideas are welcome because it's all accommodating. And as we try to discuss and dissect what is happening on the African continent, yeah. you can feel free to join us in enjoying this wonderful game of football. Yes, I hope wherever you are, you are listening. But um, yes, Tim, we've got the coach here. Um, I know when we watched the Under-20 tournament, that's the one in Rustenburg, where he was runner-up to, to Zambia, the young Chipolo Polo. We were doing that Kosafa tournament. Uh, you could see already the end of the coach, uh, what he was trying to do. Uh, unlike, yes, not to have won, but he's a coach who never gave up, came back 
and went on to win the Kosafa tournament. I think you were also in one of those tournaments where you ended up winning uh, the tournament. What what have you been, you know, seeing the progress of Coach Tabosinong? I know he's here, but uh, you've you've seen him closely, you know, yeah, from those days when we we watched him in in Rustenburg. Look, I've I've had the privilege to to watch the the work of Coach Senog, you know, uh you know, serving, you know, South Africa distinctively. Mm. Uh, for me, uh, when you watch these tournaments and watch mm. various teams, uh, you could differentiate between teams and players who are being trained and players that are being coached. And I can safely say that the Majita players are safely coached and mm. prepared for the future rigors of football competition. Yeah. And that's through the hand of Coach Senog. Mm. You can understand that his knowledge is, is, is passed on to the players and the players are given the freedom uh, to express what they have been trained or coached on the field of play. For me, is that uh, the homely environment, the father figure that he plays to these young kids. And, uh, you know, you can always understand if there is that uh, love in the team once a team scores. Mm. Uh, you can see the players, you know, running to each yeah. other, hugging yeah. each other. You yeah. see uh, the players who are not on, on, on the field of play yes, all encompassing of the, the rest mm. uh, joining in. For me, that's what I've witnessed in, in, in this Amajita team. And it's no surprising to me uh, that this success is coming through to them. And I can't imagine what goes through his mind uh, when he's seated in the comfort of his home and watching all these players, you know, like Alexis Foster, going through his hands and yes, going uh, yes. to sign for those European lucrative mm. uh, contracts. I'm sure uh, history will judge him as a greater contributor to the success of so many South African players. And that's what you need mm. uh, from upcoming coaches True. to give back to society, but give right uh, back to football. Thank you, Tim. Coach, over to you. Um, yes, you, you have been in charge of this under-20 team, and I think it's one of the most successful national teams uh, in this country. Now, in terms of your football philosophy, I don't know if you believe in, in such a word. We all hear at times, my philosophy, my style of play. Do you believe, is there any particular philosophy that you hold to? Yeah, I think, I think um, obviously, uh, you know, one has to believe in something because okay. if you don't believe in anything, mm. then you'll fall for anything. Mm. So you have to believe in something and... Uh, you know, there's a coaching style and there's a, 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 a coaching philosophy or a playing philosophy. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I had to try and, and, and separate the two. Yes. And, uh, you know, clarify because a playing style, it's, it's a coaching style becomes how you manage your players, how you manage, you men manage the individual, how you manage, how you relate to the group. And the individuals, then uh, a coaching philosophy becomes, um, you know, how you approach the tactics, you know, is the style of play. And, um, you know, uh, South Africa being a country of, you know, a country that uh, is characterized by happiness, by, by, by diversity, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, by artistry. You know, yes. we have always been a, a country that loves to dribble, loves to enjoy the ball, loves to enjoy ball possession. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, but also we, we, we are a country that uh, also lacks a, a bit of structure when we play. So for me, my intention was always to try and incorporate and integrate the structure and the, the creativity of the players. Uh, 
uh, as much as they enjoy to have the ball, yeah. uh, they need to enjoy to not have the ball. They need to enjoy to defend. Uh, we need to enjoy to be structured, mm-hmm. to be organized. We need to enjoy, uh, you know, the the logical steps of mm-hmm. the game because football is about all the moments. You know, mm-hmm. we can't play football in a vacuum. You can't mm-hmm. play football when we are taking. We also have to play football when we are defending. We have to play football during moments of transition. We have to play football during set plays. You know, we have to concentrate during stop-start plays, you know, the critical phases. And um, we needed to try and teach these boys, but it's a process, you know, Elasto. It's a process that we are trying to get into these boys so that they are present in every moment. You know, when they lose the ball, can they participate? When the mm. opponents have the ball, can we participate? Mm. When mm. we have the ball, can we participate mm. effectively? Mm. So that's what we have been trying to teach these boys because they come from backgrounds where they are only taught when they are in the possession phase mm. and they enjoy to have the ball. And then when they don't have the ball, they become upset, they start to foul or they don't just recover, uh, regroup, you know, or apply pressure to win it back. So that has been the transition, the culture that we are trying to instill. Um, of course, it's a process, but it's getting better and better. Then there's little improvement uh, okay. in our team. Tim, uh, philosophy. Do you believe in a, a particular coaching philosophy? Uh, or maybe football must be played like what the coach is just highlighting. If you need to defend, you must defend. If you need to cross, you must cross the ball. If you need to pass in a certain area, you must pass. So what is this issue of philosophy? Look, these these are some of the terminologies that are coming mm. up, uh, but to mean the same old story of how you need to, you know, you know, control the ball, pass, support. Uh, these are things that are being, uh, you know, these are terminologies that are being brought up just to to beautify the game. If I can, mm. if I can say it, uh, you'll find that to everyone, if Pep Guardiola is winning, then they try to align. You know, human beings we are created in such a, a way that we we hardly recognize those who are not winning even when they are doing the right thing. Uh, so you get to accustom to a philosopher of Pep Guardiola and everything like that. But uh, the explanation that we have got from the coach is talking about the structure. And he has rightly put uh, facts well, uh, uh, saying that, listen, football is played in so many ways. Yeah. You have got uh, to play football when, when you don't have the ball, yeah. uh, when, you, when you're moments, attacking yes. and, and you, you're losing. And football has taught us, if you're a student, if you're, mm. maybe if you're a coach, you'll pick up the fact that, listen, you can easily concede the goal when you lose possession, mm-hmm. especially when uh, you know this, uh, you have had coaches talk about ball uh, ball watching. Mm-hmm. It's because when the team is attacking, the players are now admiring their teammates yes, passing yes. around the ball. Mm-hmm. In those critical moments, you'll find that the defenders are not mindful of which striker is taking the right full position off their shoulders, and you get those moments. So I'm so glad that. The coach is mentioning these facts, and this is exactly what we have been watching in under-20 Amajita team do. Uh, they are comfortable on the ball. Mm-hmm. When they don't have the ball, they are very structured. And I witnessed that in Zambia when mm-hmm. they recently won the, the Kosafa tournament, mm-hmm. where they are comfortable to, lose the, to leave the opponent to have possession of the ball in no dangerous areas. Mm-hmm. So you can have possession however much you want. But the moment they try to get over the center line yeah. to get in those critical areas, they are shaping up very well. They are able to win the ball, and when they win Mm. the ball, they exactly know what to use that ball for. And that's what I was saying 
Amajita players are lack and blessed to have coach Senong because mm-hmm. he is coaching them unlike players who are being trained. Okay, oh, I mean, we can go on, on and on and on. You coaches, I can tell you. Now, let's look at a little bit of your, your, your personal career coach, uh, Sinong. Who would you say played a role in your coaching career? Because these things sometimes don't just happen. Maybe somebody who inspired you, maybe someone who held your hand and said, look, uh, let's go in this direction. Who's that person, if there's one? Yeah, it's, it's you know, when they say it takes a community to, to mm-hmm. groom a child, yes. I think... Um, I'm one of those products because, um, you know, my journey in coaching um, has given me an opportunity to interact with different figures in the amateur structures and the professional structures. Uh, Born, uh, grew up in uh, uh, Soweto. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, that's where I started my playing career as an amateur footballer and uh, also my coaching career, Mm. you know, as a developing coach and um, and uh, you know, immediately when I joined Orlando Pirates in 20, in 2007, um, you know, an experienced youth trainer like Augusto Palacios, yes. you know, orientated me and received me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, very well and uh, helped me, you know, to understand the importance of youth development. And uh, of course, you know, after having worked with Orlando, uh, with Augusto Palacios. Then I got an opportunity to interact with figures like Mike Ndombela, Seramele mm-hmm. Tswaka, uh, yep. uh, Sheikhs Mashaba, uh, Pizzo Misimani, you know. So so I interacted with a lot of people, you know, and Owen um, Dagama, Stuart Baxter, you know. And, uh, you know, in your coaching development, it's all about uh, taking different qualities from all these different mm-hmm. figures yep. and, 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 and try to identify your own yes. because you'll always be tabosino yeah. and then yeah, you can never be a Mourinho. You, you can't can copy never everything. Be, you can never, you know, <laughs> copy other people. You can't copy everything. Yeah, just look at what is good, yes. but uh, also look at who are you yeah. and uh, have a clear identity about yourself. Uh, I mean, having worked with Sheikh Mashaba, he's a strong leader. You know, he's got an unbelievable leadership theory attribute as a coach. Mm. Uh, you work with Stuart Baxter, he's an interesting tactical teacher. Mm. You work with Owen Takama, he's a winner. You know, you work with uh, <laughs> Pizzo Misimani. Who knows about that? Yeah, you work with Pizzo Misimani, he works 24 hours. <laughs> you know, Workaholic. You mm. work with Sramele Tsuaka, mm. attention to detail. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Palacios, unbelievable hard work, crazy mm. passion. You know, South <laughs> So, So, all this you try yes, to take yes. and then incorporate it into one and then look at your strength and 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 and, and you must not lose your identity you understand because i've always been um a coach that um you know allows players to be independent you know allows players to own the process of their dreams their goals allows the players to be independent in our tactical approach you know because uh, i've always believed that um, you know the game is the teacher and uh, the coach is the guider, you know, and uh, our job is to guide the players and support them in their decision making. I've never wanted to be in front and say, this is how I want you to play. This is my philosophy. But I always allow players to have their own discoveries as footballers because 
sometimes players um, can see situations better than coaches. Mm. So you're not that um, coach who would jump <laughs> up and down. You know, you're yeah. <laughs> telling the players yeah. that yeah. now, pass yeah. the day now. You know, you know so you, I'll you, give you a funny, <laughs> a, a naughty example because, mm. uh, you know, always being an observ- a, a, a very observant yes. coach. Yes. I, I remember watching you last at FCAK. Ah. <laughs> uh, you were top anchor number six for FCAK. <laughs> um, when you won the league, uh, you had a good run that season yeah. and mm. your coach was a Namibian, Ali Akan. Yeah. And, but the real coach was you on the field. <laughs> you see? So every fortnight I'll see, look at this Elasto Capoenza. He's an anchor. He instructs the tactics mm. and Ali Akan as the guider. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He allows him, yeah. you know, because probably mm. Elasto has more experiences coming from Vets, coming from Zim national team. Sure. So those are some of the elements that mm. we need to identify and 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 take from as coaches because we 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 must not always influence players and and force their decision making we must allow them to be yeah. independent because they are the owners of the game wow okay uh interesting team uh, if you look at how the coach wants to approach the game where again it looks like he's a coach who wants to give that freedom is a coach who wants solutions to come you know from the players themselves but i'm sure sometimes when fans are watching uh, they might say, but ah, the coach, he must do something, man. Why he can't? He needs to flow with the game. You've heard that so many times. <laughs> it's very important. That's mm. why you you need a strong-headed coach mm. who, who believes in uh, in what he's teaching his players. Yes. And uh, the most important thing he alluded to the fact that you need to be a man manager of the of the players. Yes. And I'm telling you, once you succeed in managing Main your management. players well, I once, think that's why many once, coaches they, 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 they get it wrong. And now, the tactics they are fine. And, and yes. coach is, is raising, management. Is coach problem. is raising something that is very uh, interesting. Yes, mm. sometimes you you you'll watch you know an interview with the coach after the game, and uh, the coach will say that the players are not following instructions. To me, that's that's already giving me you know question marks because there is no way a player will not follow instructions. What is alluding to the fact that yes. You're going to have moments in moments of play when you're on the sideline where you cannot instruct anything. Yeah. You need players that no. you have groomed as leaders on the field of play mm. to be able to try and rectify a situation. Yes. I can give you an example. Uh, you know, I was a central defender. Yes. You, you know, you go, you are playing Al Hajdiov. Al Hajdiov, very strong, very skillful. Once they play the ball to him, mm-hmm. you can never win the ball from him. Yes. And then you're going to have maybe a coach telling you, you have to. To be a man marker yeah, to this guy. Him, this him. guy is very strong. But with one arm, him, he might turn. With one he arm, with he's you. gonna turn. You know, yes. he's gonna take you left as yes. he's turning the ball on right. Yes. So, you the understanding of the spaces. player will say, "No, let me not go tight. Yes. Let me wait for him to try and turn. When he ties, yes. I try to poke the ball, yes. and the midfielder will win that ball." Mm-hmm. Now, when yeah. the coach sees you not very tight, will say, "This player is not following instructions," yeah. and it's going so. If a coach cannot have that understanding with yes, his players, then yes, you're going to have yes. coaches labeling players as big-headed, yes, they don't follow instructions, 100%. and that's when you're going to start seeing that mm. the, in, in this country, they will start saying the disharmony in the team. Yes. And that shouldn't happen, because if there's disharmony in the team, players are not following instructions. For any student of the game, mm. that already will pick up that, yes, the coach is not having a clear understanding of what he's doing on the field of play. Mm. Well, thanks, gentlemen. The show is This is African Football. We are with uh, our special guest, that is Amajita coach, Tabo Snong. Coach, you traveled a lot uh, on this continent. What lessons have you learned, have you picked up 
that have helped you. I mean, you've qualified for the World Cup twice already uh, as a result of all these adventurers that you've had on the continent. Yeah, no, of course. Um, I mean, I've, uh, this is my seventh year now with uh, our federation, South African Football yeah. Association. Itself, yes. You know, having worked uh, as a, an assistant coach part-time, 2012-2013, yes, then yes, full-time yes. with the national teams. And, um, you know, we... I've been in uh, four AFCONs, five AFCONs in mm. total, two AFCONs as an assistant coach and wow. three AFCONs as a head coach. And, mm. you know, one could see that um, uh, uh, continental coaching and, and playing in the continent, mm. competing in the continent, it's something different because uh, you, you now you have to face different opposition, different yes. styles, mm. demands. East Africans, North Africans, yeah, West yeah. Africans, you know, oh, different Central stuff. Africans mm. and uh, completely different, you know, uh, from Kosafa. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but one will say, you know, the, 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 the trends, uh, if you look at our African countries, one thing that is dominating is still the, the, the athleticism, you know. Mm. Uh, these teams will always, you know, dominate with uh, physical mm. attributes, power, speed, power, pace, yes. you know, and uh, of course, set plays are very mm -hmm. important, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, critical phases, you know, mm -hmm. uh, emotional stability when mm -hmm. the referee is bad. Yeah. Can you continue to stick to your game plan irrespective of the decisions of the ref? Mm -hmm. And uh, that is what I've learned that uh, you can only win something with players that are emotionally intelligent mm. players that can mm. uh, ignore uh you know um uh, poor revering uh, poor conditions at times absolutely in south africa if they want to punish you they take you to garden court you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly all you know. those things can they, yeah can they manage the hostile crowd yeah. Yeah, true, so 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 that's what i've learned that um uh, we need to prepare, train our players under pressure, train our players uh, to compete out of their comfort zones, mm. and that will be able to help them. And that's what we've been working hard uh, in our discussions with our junior mm. national team coaches, female and male. Mm. And then, of course, our senior national team, Bafana uh, Fana, uh, Coach Stewart. We're working hard to, to, to perfect that element of the game because... Uh, talent can be talent in South Africa, but when it comes out of its comfort, <laughs> can it still be talent <laughs> against the host, against those red <laughs> lights there in North Africa, you know, mm. against poor reverie, against mm. bad conditions, mm. against the, 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 the bad food at hotels yes. sometimes. Mm. That is very key and we are working hard on it. Mm. And uh, it's important because we need to produce mm. uh, players, we need to build teams that can do well in the continent yeah. and outside the continent. And uh, it's a process that we are working hard to change at the moment. Yeah, you don't only play in, in the Kosafa region, you eh? go out. <laughs> yeah, maybe to shift a little bit of uh, attention and focus now, Coach. I, we know, I mean, you're saying you've been in the national team structure since 2012, you know, with Safa and so forth. So is, is there any, I'm talking about the future, any time where maybe Coach Tabosinong would consider uh, getting involved in club football as a as a coach uh, now a day job now where you train your team from day one of the season until 30 30th games of the season yes 
Yes, no, no doubt. Definitely, mm-hmm. um, there will come a time where there will be a transition uh, from being a national coach into a club coach. It's one of my ambitions. Okay. Uh, because it will give me an opportunity to, you know, work every day mm-hmm. and, and, and try to instill, uh, you know, a certain coaching style, a certain playing philosophy yes. on a daily basis. Because, you know, having worked at national team, it's a... You know, you 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 work against time. You don't have enough time. Uh, you are always uh, limited in terms of uh, preparation days, and sometimes you 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 are you are not able to achieve what you want to achieve mm. uh, in terms of what you want to get out of, you know, your 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 mm. your, your way of playing. And mm-hmm. um, but then, so that is one of my ambitions, mm. you know, and. I all, I'm fully aware that performance football demands a lot from a mm-hmm. coach because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 get problems every day. I always <laughs> say in national teams I get problems during the weekend. Then I can go but back now home. Club, reflect. Football. <laughs> club football every Monday, Tuesday is problems. The president want to see you. The chairman of the clubs. The supporters are crying. There's issues with players. There's injuries, and the media also wants you to. To give them something in their conference, so mm. it's it's tough, but um, I think I've been preparing for that, and uh, uh, there will come a time, and uh, it is up to my federation because I'm in the hands of SAF at the moment, and mm. they will always guide my direction, influence my direction, and uh, also it's also about the opportunities, the club that is willing to give me an opportunity. Yes. If it's not available, uh, I'll have to keep uh, to, to wait. And yeah. then if it's available, for the right one moment. has to grab the opportunity um, and uh, try to, you know, influence the direction of our football in a club. It is my biggest ambition because I've got ideologies as a mm-hmm. coach, but um, I need time. I need a good environment to influence that. And I need to work every day. And uh, because um, at national team, you become very, very limited. Sometimes because uh, we are camp based, you know, mm. and when a camp come, it's tournaments. There's pressure. You need results. Yes. While you're trying to balance the results, you need a style of play. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get the results. People are not happy. Yeah. You you they get a beautiful be, mm. style of play. You don't have results. Still, people are not happy. So, <laughs> it's a it's an interesting period. But um, I think I've always been an adapter. I've always been an a, you know a flexible coach because. You know, I worked at Pirates, I excelled. I worked at Diambas, I excelled. Mm-hmm. I worked at um, Mamelodi Sundowns. Yes. I never had problems. I've served, you know, as an assistant coach to different head coaches and I've always adapted. So one thing that I've learned as a coach is that you must be an adapter mm-hmm. and you must be able to adapt to different yeah. environments uh, and to different challenges. Tim, uh, <laughs> before you come in there, mm-hmm. I think the coach has highlighted some of the challenges of, of him you know, this transition, normally it's, it's the other way around where you spend so much time at club football, then you go to the national team. But him, I think he spent most of his time actually in the national team setup. Mm. And he's just alluded to some of the challenges that he's going to face if that day comes. Mm. Uh, do you feel that he's a coach that uh, would be able to adapt, as he said, that time that he's talking about, uh, we've seen that this crazy football bosses, fans all over, that that time is limited when it comes to club football in terms of instilling, you know, maybe your philosophy, the way to do things. So what kind of advice would you tell the coach now that when that day comes, coach, be ready for this? 
No, he has. He knows exactly what to expect, mm. and and for me, I can say that yes, he's a great adapter of the game and the conditions is 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 adopting. For me, it's always very important, like he's saying, when the opportunity arises, mm. uh, then he will be able to take it on. And if it doesn't, he will continue doing what he's doing. But for me, my prayer is that uh, he's able to be able to find a structured club that has got the board of governors, the owner of the club, that do understand football. Uh, Can you name that one club? Uh, we have got uh, we have got uh, Cape Town Cape Town with Benny McCarthy. We have oh, got uh, teams Sta- like that. Uh, Stan Matthews yes. uh, in Supersport. I have no doubt in my mind that mm. they understand what football and, and, is. And now, uh, just hold your thought there. Now, if the coach right now, if there's a team that would say, we've seen Coach Tabosno, we want him. If he has to choose, where must he start? Where must he start? NFD, PSL, assistant coach, where must he start? No, the Head coach of the PSL side? Uh, let me tell you, you... Once you're a champion, you're a champion. You can't go. So you can handle there, anything. There's nothing less than being a champion. Okay. You cannot start going to say no. Let me first try to play to fight relegation when you've already. No, no, not fighting relegation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you're a champion, you're already a champion. Is an NFD side or a PSO side good for Coach Tabosno as a start? Where would he start if he, he has to choose? He can even start at the cream of the PSL team. There's no doubt in my mind. Remember, most of the upcoming most of the upcoming players that have turned out to be very great, they have gone through his hands. Mm-hmm. So he has handled them. He knows what to they expect. Already, they are playing in the PSL most of we the players. We always attach this word, this English word experience onto it. But I can assure you that uh, <laughs> what, I, what I've learned in football is that when you become experienced, then you're going to be accused of being old, as if you don't know that you are old. But Tim, I want you, to be, you, I want you to be real. I want you to be real. Yes. There are coaches that have been fired, yes. even at training sessions, before even the first game. So I'm saying <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's in what, reality, that's, that's, as, as a coach el, who el, relatively el, 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 would el, not have that experience at the moment you see, el, of el, club football, el, 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 where would he start? El, 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 what well, you, can, you can't say that well, he was a school. I've, super I've, sport, I've, for example. I've, I've told people, when, when, when I've done my coaching badges, if you want me, I need to put down what I need yeah. that we can mm. do and not do. Mm. And I'll be honest with you, yes, I need the job, but I'll need to let you know that I'm the coach. I'll be able to do this and this and this. And then we agree. We get a contract. So if you think you're going to come and say this and this, I'll say, listen, this is what we agreed on. And it's not this. For example, you have situations where a coach is being bought players for and is expected to coach these players. Now, that is already an indication that, listen, you've got me the players that you want, not what I want. So already I'll be able to put it to you, listen, we need to get what I want to be able to have those expectations that you want for me. Less of that, then we're going to have a problem. I'll have to take time to try to get these players to understand what we need to do on the field of play, to be able to get you the results that you want. So there's that education and understanding between the two. I can assure you right now that he's going to be a great hit when he makes a decision uh, to go into a club football. And I can safely say that so many players will be willing to play, under him. to play under him, not at the maximum payment of money, but because they understand that they're going to be enjoying football and then the payment will come later. I think it's going to be easy for Coach Tabo Snow. Uh, you look at the players that you've worked with, Coach, that are playing in the PSO right now, and I'm sure most of the teams, whenever you become available, will be very, very happy to have the coach of your caliber. Uh, now, Let's look at the coaching pages. You, we've seen you on Twitter, going around Europe, 
learning, empowering yourself, improving yourself. Uh, how have the coaching badges helped you become a better coach? How important are they actually? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, without uh, knowledge, uh, one will always battle to provide solutions yes. to improve players and to improve teams. And, you know, I'm fortunate that South Africa, uh, the SAFA coaching education mm -hmm. uh, is one of uh, the strong um, uh, coaching education mm -hmm. departments in the continent. And, wow. you know, and, um, you know, I, 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 in my initial phase, I, I started to do all the coaching badges under SAFA. Uh, starting from the introductory until the SAFA level three professional coaching license, which I completed in 2011. Mm. Then I also completed the KFA license course uh, in 2013. Uh, but then, um, I, as I've always believed that football uh, is not played um, in a vacuum, you know, football is not about the specifics. We, mm. we must not only learn about the game in Africa. I've always believed that yeah. football is universal yeah. and you have to look at what the rest is doing, yeah. what the world is doing. Yes. And uh, my interest was to always look around South America. Mm -hmm. Why are they dominating in player production? Yes. I had to look at Europe. Why are they dominating in, 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 in coaching trends? You know, they, they always... Uh, develop and innovate uh, modern coaching trends you know the counter presses mm -hmm. uh, you know the you know so I, I i needed to look at developing myself and look at the other coaching education structures abroad and you know i was very fortunate that i i traveled to netherlands to go do a bit of coaching badges under the knvb yes. academy and also at the joan Cruyff institute you know just to mm try and maximize my coaching knowledge, uh, try and redefine my leadership theory, try and redefine my coaching style. And then also, you know, uh, move around uh, the World Football uh, Academy under Raymond Ferreira and just to learn about periodization. Because uh, training methods now are all about periodization, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Players come with different conditions in our training environments. Yeah different injury backgrounds and it's important to overload some players underload some players individually periodize some players you know you know some players have a lot of match minutes mm -hmm. uh, some players have less match minutes you can't give them the same trading load mm. you know you have to periodize players when we come on a monday absolutely we train the same absolutely it's impossible <laughs> yeah. you have uh, Alasto Capoenza, who has uh, 20 games in yes. the second round. Yeah. You have Timo too. He has only seven games in the first round. Yeah. So the training load must be very different mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. so that uh, Alasto does not get injuries, but also Timo must improve his fitness levels. So that is so, the scientific part of, uh, of the uh, game uh, Absolutely. Now what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah the game keeps evolving yes. from a physical, mental, mm -hmm. tactical perspective. So mm -hmm. In the evolution of the game, if we don't evolve with the game, we fall behind. Mm. So, hence, we must always be in par yes. with the rest in the world, yeah. you know, with the rest in the world. Um, you, you see how the trend uh, leaders, you know, are organizing the game. If you look at Belgium mm. at the 2018 uh, World Cup, if you look at France, if you look at Man City, if you look at uh, uh, Atletico Madrid or uh, Liverpool, mm. you could see that... Uh, they are evolving, you know. There are always interesting coaching trends in them. But you cannot ignore how France and 
South Americans continue to produce top young players. So uh, France is because of absolutely. us, Africa. Uh, no, absolutely. So you have to ask yourself. You, you France, yeah. they are stealing from us. Them, yeah, join them. they are stealing from <laughs> us. Absolutely, <laughs> but yeah. but um, and we're coming the, to that question. They, they, the French will always take our natural talent and nature it better. <laughs> the question is, as Africans, it's natural we have it. Can we nature it? We can nature That's it. a question. Why mark. does it? When it goes to France, it becomes uh, absolutely. So so we need continent. to be naturers, and yeah. that is our biggest problem. We are battling to nature talent. We have it. We have the athleticism, we have the skills, but the challenge is can we nature it? And that's what we need to work on as African coaches. Coaching badges, Tim, sh- quickly, yeah, yeah, what do you think of coaching badges? No, they are, they are very crucial to, to have the, the knowledge uh, because, you know, I can tell you from the playing perspective, having been a player, yeah. uh, players are very intelligent. They can easily easily know that you are lacking in the knowledge of football and I'm telling you some of these players are going to challenge you uh, and uh, with knowledge you'll be able to to anticipate and come up with solutions and and the coach was uh, coach Seno said if you can't have the knowledge you can't have the solutions to uh, to your fingertips some of these players are going to come and ask you questions say listen you have told me to mark, mark this player but this guy he has decided not to move he's just standing in one position what can I do uh, so you must have so the knowledge badges to anticipate those solutions. I will have mine one day, gentlemen. Okay, let's... Now, you, this issue now, talking about France, um, and so many European nations who, when they see this strong African player, I mean, they're quick to give that passport and say, look, you know what, just disregard your, 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 your country of birth. Why are we not seeing the same with African countries, South Africa especially? Where if you look at South Africa right now, there's a problem of, uh, I can't say problem, I think there's just so many foreigners that are coming to South Africa where some of them actually could be playing for Bafana Bafana, your team Zamajita. Why are we not seeing that uh, in, this, in, in, in this country? Yeah, I think, I think we... We, we are a country that uh, uh, strongly believes in our own uh, talent. Uh, we believe in our own players. We believe in our own uh, coaches. And uh, we also believe in uh, recruiting, you know, the right quality, you know. And we've always had a history of recruiting uh, quality individual players from our respective neighbor countries. You know, and um, and uh, it has helped us. We've sourced a lot of players from East Africa, mm-hmm. Sikafa regions. We've mm-hmm. sourced a lot of players from the Kwasafa regions. You know, countries like Zim, Zimbabwe, uh, uh, Zambia, uh, Malawi. So we've always been a, a country that has a league that continues to grow very fast. You know, uh, PSL, uh, APSA Premiership, it's one of the biggest, you know, leagues in the continent. And... Uh, even in uh, the commercial side, the marketing side, uh, the remuneration side, you know, of players, you could mm. see that it's a it's a it's a big league mm. where a player can make a very successful playing career, just playing only in South Africa, and uh, that has 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 uh, made our players, you know, to 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 forget about working hard, to and continue with their careers abroad, and it has stopped and disturbed, you know, the, the, the transfer of players going abroad. So we are not exporting enough players because players are so comfortable with this beautiful brand. Uh, players are so comfortable with playing here and we need to try and change that and have players go uh, 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 having the ambition 
to travel abroad and play abroad and with coaches as well we we need to to produce coaches that will be ambitious enough to go and coach in other regions in the continent and also coaches that can go and coach in small countries abroad uh, i believe that it, it it is possible but we need to change the mindset of uh, our product especially from a player's point of view and a coach's point of view the administrators of our professional league has done an excellent job mm-hmm. so we need to complement it by our hard work continuous hunger and ambition Tim, uh, yeah, in, on that issue, before you go to that point, where I'm looking at uh, South Africa, I'm looking at yourself. Yeah. Uh, you, you've, you've migrated, you came to South Africa, yeah. you played, uh, you've got children that are born here mm. that can actually be legible to play for South Africa. Exactly. So, so why is not that, South what, Africa that's, capitalizing that's, that's and, and, and putting, putting up a team <laughs> like, that this, is made up of players that are this, also coming from, from other this, African this, nations, this, but they were born here. This is South exactly Africa. I wanted to put the coach directly. Uh, the question is, I'm originally from Uganda. Yes. Uh, I've got permanent residence here yes. and my kids are born and bred in South Africa. Yes. So, Virtually, they have got South African passports. Yes. They are South Africans, yes. though they have got roots from Uganda. Yeah. So they come through the system, and they are good, talented players. Yeah. As a coach, I just want you to put your head on the block. Yeah. Would you cons- consider uh, Elasto Jr., Timothy Batabare Jr., if they are good players, they qualify, they are South Africans. So would you consider those players to be part of maybe Amajita yes. or Bafana Bafana national team? Absolutely. Absolutely, because uh, remember, the choice is up to the player. Uh, when you are a junior player, you've got an opportunity uh, to play, you know, for different uh, countries that uh, mm. especially uh, that you originate from. But yeah. uh, it is possible. And uh, if a player is talented mm. And we know that uh, the parents are from Zimbabwe, but the player was born in South Africa. Mm, mm, mm. He's got a South African ID. Uh, he's got a South African passport. Mm. He's eligible to play for us. And mm. uh, uh, of course, as per his choice. Yeah. And if he chooses to play for us, and then we definitely uh, will definitely give the player a chance. And and we've had, yeah, we've had such yeah, players. Yes, you've so had team, it now. Uh, the parents yeah. can, can start availing yeah, their players. Yeah, yeah, those. Uh, uh, the coach is looking for all, <laughs> all players that yes. have got any drop of blood attached to being South African. <laughs> They'll be considered for the no, national team. I, I, I think that's the way to go. Uh, and, and take advantage. Uh, they are mm. born here. They are, if they choose, like what the coach has said, yeah. So hopefully one day we'll see a Bafana Bafana there made up of players also coming from other, you know, kind of the uh, origin, originating from other countries as well, yeah. Now let's look at uh, your, your World Cup preparations, coach. Uh, we know that... Uh, I think any group that uh, Amajita was going to be placed in was always going to be difficult. What's your take on the preparations? How far are you into preparations for the World Cup? Yeah, no, if you look at our group that we are drawn in, Group F, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, you know, everyone back home said this is a group of death. Uh, but um, Portugal, Argentina, Korea Republic, mm-hmm. then I said, I came back and said, this is a good group. Mm. Because the World Cup is all about giving players a platform to shine, you know, giving players an opportunity to grow further as international players. Oh, you are saying you're not going to go there and win? Absolutely. So what we are saying is that um, 
we need to make sure that we we don't fear any op- opposition but we need to respect them and we need to prepare very well and uh, we need to do a thorough opposition analysis we need to do a thorough camp preparation and and play to our strength and uh i, I, I would be honest with you team you know elasto that uh, probably uh, everyone has written us off but we are also a, a team that is very ambitious mm. and we want to come out of our group because we are not representing south africa now we are representing africa mm. you know uh, together with nigeria together with mali mm-hmm. and then senegal to so senegal. it's important that we raise the flag of africa make sure that we go to the last 16 go to the last eight uh, last uh, semi final is it is it is it a possible job is it an easy job no it's very tough and um, we are we are we are assembling on the 17th uh, of april to camp we have two friendlies end of april uh, in saudi arabia against saudi arabia mm-hmm. and then from there we'll travel to poland uh, where we have a camp base and then we have scheduled three friendlies you know in poland against the uh, uruguay ecuador current champions of south america oh. and ukraine mm. so we've assembled uh, mm. oppositions that will try to yeah, reproduce yes. and similar and to opponents absolutely kind of. to give from yeah. the same area yeah you know yeah. yeah just to try and uh, prepare our players yeah. and and make sure that we we are ready and uh, it's going to be a tough job but uh, it's a possible job but you know Uh, we are missing a lot of key players mm. um uh, unfortunately Lyle Foster is injured at the moment oh. and uh, you know uh, the medical team at this club are working with him at the moment ngosingi mm. uh, yes. our key midfielder you know yeah. our computer box yeah, you know yeah, our conductor yeah, yeah, yeah. is out you know mm. of the team now uh, with an unfortunate injury yeah. And uh, we also had an unfortunate incident, you know, with the wise men, yes, yes. uh, you know, and, you know, so we've lost a lot of key players. Mm. Uh, but then again, I always say it's another opportunity for an unknown player yes. uh, to, 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 to be known mm. yeah. and to launch his international <laughs> career. Yeah. So yeah. because we are youth coaches, grab, you know, yeah. so sure. we, we are all about giving opportunities mm. and laying careers in international football. So yeah. I have no doubt that um, Uh, again we'll build a, st- a strong team that will graduate into U23 into Bafana Bafana the future looks bright but we have to compete uh, not respect uh, not fear anybody there but mm. but uh, respect our preparation and respect our analysis and we'll definitely have a good world cup team do you give them a chance uh, against uh, uh, the last time okay let me just give you the statistic <laughs> The last time that Amajita came out of the groups was in 2009. That was in Egypt. Yes. Now, this team is going to the World Cup second time in succession. Do you give them a chance against six-time winners? Uh, that is uh, Argentina, Portugal, two times winners. And of course, Korea, not some a team that you can just uh, right over them so do you give them a chance the beauty of football uh, the coach has answered the, your question and he has won my vote the key is to respect the opponent but don't fear them uh, this is an opportunity for all the players and uh, having followed amajita play in the kosafa tournaments and watch them play and lift the trophies 
I can assure you that they are not rolled when it comes to tactics or the approach of the game. You can bring about, you can bring about uh, Portugal, Argentina, but this is one important thing that I've, I've witnessed and uh, on the South African, you know, players, they, they have they have got pride and and that pride to protect that pride as players as individuals, mm. so that will come through to try and outcompete uh, the likes of Portugal and it's a World Cup. You just need to strategize, uh, get. You get one win, get a draw, you're already there because Portugal and Argentina will have to square out themselves. So it's very important you get this Korean team, you get your three points and you wait for them to sort them out themselves. They have got the capability, uh, they have got a capable technical team and, and the players to execute the game plan. They will go out of their group. Oh, coach, there's a vote of confidence from team. The show is, this is African football. Uh, with me is Timothy Batabaire and uh, coach Tabo Sinong just... Uh, you know, telling us that the preparations are well on track, uh, wanting to make sure that he goes then make a good impression. Uh, and again, it's all about development. Yeah. Yes, we want the team to go and win. But uh, I think the biggest win would be for these players that are going to the World Cup for one day to actually yeah. go to a senior World Cup where they are yeah. representing Bafana Bafana. That is the objective of, of this tournament. So wish the coach all the best with his team uh, at the World Cup in Poland. Now, gentlemen, um, let's now just a uh, little bit uh, turn our focus to other matters on the continent, uh, especially the Champions League. Uh, we witnessed the Champions League. Uh, we saw a match that uh, I think it was a big shock uh, for the might of our Akli to lose by such a margin against Sundowns. Uh, coach, is it a done deal? Is, is, it, is Sundowns through to the semi-finals, could they send their multi-choice team or they still need to make sure that they go there and do their job? Yeah, of course, you know, excellent result, magical um, and uh, good football as well. Mm. You know, I watched the game, I had to watch it again and uh, I must say that uh, a job well done to Mamelodi Sundowns players and the coaching staff and uh, of course, uh, this game uh, two-legged matches, we always say, are games of two halves. And Pizom uh, Simani, being uh, such a professional, he will always pay attention to detail mm -hmm. and then again prepare to the latter mm -hmm. when he goes to go and play this second leg. And uh, they are going to remain professional. Uh, of course, it is difficult, you know, to predict the second leg score, but um, I think uh, the Sundowns team have the experienced players that will know how to manage the second leg game. Mm. They will still close, you know, shop, make sure that they are structured, organized in their defending. Mm. And and make sure that, uh, you know, they counter the attacking of Alakli if they try to yeah. uh, get attack forward. them. Yeah, yeah you know, with their speed, Sundowns yes. can quickly get behind them. So, Correct. you know, if, 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 if Alakli don't want to concede another five, they need to be careful in attacking <laughs> Sundowns because... I strongly believe that this was a good start and uh, I, I am certain that Sundowns are definitely going to the semi-final and uh, a job well done to the coaching staff. Hopefully they'll go all the way. That is Mamelo Sundowns 2016 champions, of course. And um, now, Tim, looking at other, 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 we just want to go through this uh, Champions League first leg quarterfinals. Uh, you look at Simba uh, playing against Tipi Mazembe. It was a new old draw. Any chance for Simba to go and um, maybe frustrate or get a shock result against Tipi Mazembe? Yeah, you're talking about a shock result. Yes, they, they did well, 
you know to to keep the scholar in zero zero you know when you there's always a second uh, second leg you always uh, if you don't concede you you think you have a chance but normally history has proven that you know you can't go to to tipi mazembe there and you come out live but uh, for me what is very important is that uh, you know they apply themselves well now everything the football uh, football in Tanzania is taking a very good shape yes. taifa stars has qualified for yeah. afcon after mm-hmm. 39 years uh, so that wraps off uh, very well onto the players uh, but i don't see them you know picking uh, <laughs> beating the might of beating, uh, beating the likes of tipi mazembe but if you look at uh, on the balance of play um, the game actually they, they created so many chances they missed the penalty that is a, a simba stars but that was in tanzania of course it's going to be a whole different ball game altogether now playing in diara congo let's look at um, horaya uh, versus casablanca uh, again this match a new old draw horaya at home uh, is the team coach uh, that uh, we saw when they played against orlando pirates and holding the mighty of Why that Casablanca? What do you think of this Oraya? Yeah, no, they. Oh, is it uh, is done? They won't progress any further. Going now, they are going to to, to Morocco. Yeah, you, you see, it's 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 what they did well was not conceding, okay. but then of course they are not happy that they didn't score. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, football has changed, Alasto. You mm-hmm. you 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 are under pressure sometimes when you play your home games. Yeah. You know your yeah. attackers are not do free. Well away. Away. Yeah. You know because you know in front of your home crowd, mm-hmm. uh, players want to play for themselves. They want to impress the crowd. Mm-hmm. Then you lose the tactical rhythm. Okay. But once you are away, mm-hmm. now you start to value the importance of your teammates in the runs, in the one twos, in the combination mm-hmm. play. So, mm-hmm. uh, if 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 Raja are not uh, alert. Uh, Horoya can get a goal or two because <laughs> when you are away I think you know with your experience team uh, yes. having played football and Alasto yes, when yes. you are away you focus you become uh, uh, more teammates you know you focus yes. on each other when you are home everybody thinks about yes. themselves <laughs> so that is why I always say tactics becomes collective when you are playing away yeah, and right. if Raja are not careful uh, Horoya might surprise them with a goal or two coming wow. from a set play or coming from a transition because you know raja will always attack with full backs you know and uh, they will be out of balance and then they will be inferior in numbers then horoya with their speed they can mm-hmm. counter such elements in the game but uh, uh, we'll see you know we'll see there's still uh, a chance the horoya. crowd can be hostile yeah in north africa <laughs> you know, we know horoya, that. are you ready to manage that yeah, i think you i know, think that's that's, that's another challenge yeah, but when it comes to north africa absolutely but uh, that tough man that tough man absolutely mm-hmm. so you need to have the players that can uh, manage that pressure uh, ignore the tough revering if it happens and and focus on your game plan and anything is possible Anything is possible and of course I don't think there was any surprise gentlemen uh, you look at this the, the the game Constantine of Algeria coming up against uh, Esperance defending champions and of course they they managed to beat them uh, 3-2 so it's kind of an advantage Esperance team is it uh, Yeah, you know, for gone conclusion that uh, Esperance are through. You, you see, the, the pedigree came through. You know, you know, you you can't lose a two goal ni- uh, lead. You know, and then you know you scrap through. But 
getting but three also goals. this team is then world team eh? first yeah, time that's, playing in that's, this competition that's true but when you yes. when, when you allow the champions to get three goals yes. you know in in the first round away from home and you're going to their home because they know how to manage the game they know how to manage uh, that game because they are they're 100% sure that they have they have they have to score at home and so that is an advantage already they've got three so i think they have got already one leg into the semifinals Esperance. Okay, gentlemen, let's focus our attention now to the CAF Confederations Cup. Um, I think one game in particular that uh, I want us to touch on, I think we all thought the might of Goma here, team, that they would beat this team, uh, RS Perkane. But it wasn't to be. Losing at home, I watched that game, I can tell you. Goma here, all over this team. But as they say, the coach knows that that yeah. is the goals that counts. Mm. What do you think? What do you make of uh, Goma here? Just letting this home advantage pass. Look, it's it's very 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 difficult to play at home. You know, mm. uh, it's, it's but like what know, the coaches said. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It, have, maybe it applies you, now with you, this Goma you, here. You, you played and 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 you know the game that at home. Uh, there's that pressure that comes from everywhere from the from the the club owner, mm. the fan. Everybody expects you uh, to win the game, irrespective of the opponent you are playing. Mm. So it's very important the management of the players, and that comes in the technical team to understand and assure these players that listen, this this team is very strong and 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 very tactically disciplined. Mm. If you misbehave and lose the ball in critical areas, mm. we shall get punished. Now, once you get to manage that, then you will play accordingly, and when it's right. You get the goal. You don't rush it. Uh, so for Gomaria, you know, remember they are going also through a transition, losing their coach to uh, Black uh, Leopards. To, to Black Leopards coming over here, while Simbi left. Uh, so you you have that transition that's going on, and now they have lost two nil. I don't see them qualifying, but what they can take from this uh, this championship is like. Uh, Gomaya has been a very good ambassador of Kenyan football. And yeah. uh, with the Halambe Stars qualifying for, for the AFCON, I think it will anchor well for their development and growing the game of football going forward in Kenya. We wish Gomaya all the best. East African side still standing. Nkana as well. Other results now. Nkana beating Sfaxian 2-1. I think that was a big result. So hopefully that Nkana as well for the sake of this uh, Southern African region, they'll be able to go to the semi-final at 2 to Sahel 3 one was our Hilal of Sudan. Then you had Hassania Agadez 0-0 against Zamalek. So everything to play for. I don't think there's any fixture uh, in this Confederations Cup that you can say it's a done deal. I think there's still a lot of football to be played in the second, le- second leg happening this, this weekend, of course. Now, let's look at the AFCON 2019. Uh, we know where AFCON is going to be played in Egypt. We know the draw is happening this Friday. Uh, we know the ports, the seeded teams already have been put in place. And uh, if you look at uh, uh, teams like Bafana that are in the actually third seeded, I'm sure Uganda third seeded. You look at Zimbabwe third seeded as well. But that first seed coaches uh, and, and team where you've got the likes of Egypt. Ghana, Tunisia, Ivory Coast, Cameroon, Senegal. Coach, who would you want to see Bafana pitted against? Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a tough it's a tough one, you know. Yes. It's a it's a it's a it's a tough one. But I must say that um, um, if you look at uh, the current performance of uh, Bafana uh, in their route to qualifying for Egypt, yes, uh, I think uh, Bafana has excelled against the West African teams such as Nigeria, 
And Bafana has excelled also against the, the North Africans, like how we performed against Libya. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, the excellent performance, you know. And um, so it's, um, for us with Bafana, I think we, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are ready to face any other team. And, um, but um, because we know uh, that uh, now the coach has really now built a very solid team. The players are really now starting to understand the philosophy of the coach. And uh, the players are also now connecting and starting to understand each other's strength. Now they know how to protect one another. And for me, I think um, any group, um, it's, 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 will be, will be able to play against them. And you don't I have fear no anyone. Yeah, I have. Anyone, yeah, gosh. at the moment, mm-hmm. the current team, the way it's performing, you don't fear. Anyone. I have so much belief in this team. <laughs> uh, our attack is yeah. solid. Okay, no, our be, be. defense is solid, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that Bafana, given any group, they will definitely come out of that group and go into the knockout stages. Team, just quickly, the the the, the procedure of this draw and and looking at how the groups are going to be structured quickly. How is it going to be? Because now it's a 24-team tournament, and we've seen these, uh, these, these pots that have been put where, you know, there are these six teams, of course, that are the first-seeded. How is it going to pan out the draw that is going to happen on, on Friday the 12th of April? Look, we have mm. got the likes of Egypt, you know, avoiding Nigeria, Senegal, mm. you know, the top teams, you know, in the group stages. Mm. And, and, you know, that onk as well, you know, going forward, like uh, Kocha has alluded to the fact that we have got you know south africa you know in 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 sad uh, you know they're gonna play one of the top teams but i can assure you that for me what is very impressive especially with bafana bafana is that uh the sequence of relationship between uh the national team coach under 23 coach and under 20 you know mm-hmm. is is whole structured all through and for me it's not surprising that we are having a different uh ball game of bafana bafana the way they are playing Vis-a-vis what the population, the fans are expecting, the take-a-take uh, so-called game mm, of theirs. Yeah, yeah, the, the, you know, Bafana Bafana now has evolved to be competitive. They, they are adaptable to, to the result, to play when. Uh, they know when to do that. And for me, it's great to see the likes of uh, Tao leaving the shores of South mm. Africa. The more South Africa exports players, the more Bafana Bafana is going to get strong. And that's the reason why in 1996 they were able to, to lift the Afghan Cup of Nations. Yeah. It's not because of a strong PSL. Yes, the strong PSL can aid uh, the players, you know, into development to go further. But if you get players, even if they go to the lower divisions in in Europe or they're on the bench in Europe, they are still better than a player who is playing in free state stars. You can't compare the to that experience, the adaptability, ad- adaptability, the hostility. Once they handle it in Europe, they bring it to 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 Bafana Bafana. They will always lift this country up but for me i'm sure this group uh, the 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 seeding is going to be very key we shall have the cream of the cream going all the way yeah it's a 24 team tournament where we are going to see six groups gentlemen uh, and this time around it's not only the two teams that would progress to the knockout stages we are going to see as well in certain groups best runners up and they have to be four so in a way, you might say that it's not a transmash if you don't become that number one or number two in a particular group. You might need to do well so that you are one of those four teams that are the best runners up. So that is the format of what is going to happen because of that change of the format, of course. Yeah. Okay. Wish Bafana, Zimbabwe, 
Uganda, those are seeded in the in the in port number three. Port number four, of course, got all these new teams that have qualified for the very time: Mauritania, Namibia, Benin, Kenya, Tanzania, Madagascar. Everyone is wanting to make sure that they get these teams and beat them. But football has got its own surprises. Don't be surprised to see some of those teams actually in in port four progressing to the knockout stages. Uh, Coaching changes in Malawi, uh, there's a possibility that um, they are going to go for a new coach. They have actually not parted ways as yet. They are not going to renew the coach. Uh, the Belgian coach, Ronnie Van... Hey, you can't even pronounce some of these names. That is the problem, coach. We we are so much into these European coaches. Yes, Bafana has got a European coach. But you look at Malawi right now. They're not going to renew the contract of this coach, Ronnie Van... Hey, team, help me. Gene, 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 I can't even pronounce. If someone out there can help me. But here's a coach, a Belgium coach, who has come to Malawi. Two-year contract is signed. He comes to Malawi. Malawi, nothing has changed. Out of 21 competitive matches, this coach wins only two games. We saw in the qualifiers that Malawi was nowhere to be seen. Of course, they, they were in the group there, the, the African giants, the likes of Morocco, the likes of Cameroon were there. Uh, difficult for them to come out. Is the problem of Malawi in football uh, beyond the coach? Is it the coach or it is just more than the coach itself? Yeah, I think it's mm. a it's a it's a combination of factors, Elasto. I think uh, as a nation, when you look at uh, profiling a coach mm. to coach your national team, there are important factors that needs to be considered. Yeah, the coach has to understand the environment, uh, where he's going to work in, the culture of the players, and the coach needs a str- uh, needs to understand the background, the history. He needs to understand the former players, the former legends, and the style of play. And uh, he needs to... So, now, the biggest mistakes that are made by this federation sometimes, they just go and get a good coach. So, a good coach, you can go and get a Pep Guardiola. Does he understand the environment? Mm-hmm. Does he have a good background about the football in Malawi? So, mm-hmm. we, we must not only focus on the qualities of the coach, but we must also focus on the the the, 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 the coach's understanding of the environment. Because for any coach to shine... He needs to understand the environment. How do you coach these players? What makes them tick? You know, what kind of music do they love in uh, uh, during camp? You know, uh, oh, uh, do they like, coaching job is serious. Know, so, so it's very, it's very complex. Now, mm. um, so I wouldn't really say uh, the coach failed. I would always say maybe the coach took time to understand the environment, and uh, at that expense of what the results. So. I think it's very, very important that um, um, foreign coaches need to understand the environment. So that's why maybe the foreign coach needs to come into the country and coach a club first. Mm. And after two seasons or three, uh, after a good understanding of the environment and the background, then the uh, same European coach can now become a half Malawi coach, half <laughs> European coach. Because it's all about what? Adaptations. And yeah, we spoke about yeah, yeah, but then that's not the only reason. Of mm. course, grassroots is important. Mm. Youth development it's yeah, important. But, but, but that's the thing, mm. coach, uh, just to bring you team, that if you look at Malawi, honestly, uh, let's look at their players, the quality of the players. Let's look at their league. Uh, is the Malawian 
uh, Premier League or top tier football? Are they competing on the continent when it comes to continental championship? They are not. You look at their players. Some of them, they are here in the South African Premier League. And, and most of them are bench warmers. They are not even making it in the first teams in the PSO. How then do you blame the coach? And remember, these coaches, uh, if you look at uh, FAM, which is Football Association of Malawi, mm. where for them to pay this foreign coach, mm. they have to go and kneel down at the doorstep of the government. So now, Tim, I'm saying that, do you need to bring a coach of this caliber, a Pep Guardiola, a European coach, when the structures themselves are not functioning properly? Elasto, understanding the politics of football and how some of these federations cope, uh, this is one way of trying to cleanse themselves for failing to qualify uh, for AFCON, and that's the, the, the FAB. Uh, so what they are doing is to try and blame the coach. They are making the coach to have the responsibility for them not qualifying. The question is, do they have the administration that knows what they are doing? Uh, do they have the structures? Do they have the, the league that is running that can groom you know, the, the kind of product of players that can be very competitive? I don't mm. think they do. Uh, so uh, I think we had the same uh, scenario at Kosafa where we had, you have that national team coach trying to come and try and interact with a national under-20 coach. And, you know, when you have a, a discussion with under-20 coach, you could see that there was no, uh, you know, relationship. It's just an imposition that he has to be in camp with under-20. So you could have that there's no understanding. That's why Coach Senegal was saying, you should have a coach who is willing to adopt, live in the country, and try to allow to become Malawian They've or Zimbabwean like or Ugandan. But now I can tell you, coach. if they can get, we have got uh, Patrick Mabedi. That's the one. That's you the have got one. John Maduka. Yes. Ernest Mutawali, mm -hmm. who has also served as a national team coach. Now, this is what is interesting is that they are willing to go and beg the government to pay the foreign coach, but they're not willing to get the same, maybe half the pay to the likes of, uh, of Ernest Mutawali, the likes or, of Patrick Mabedi, to be able to have these players to speak their own language, who, can, who have played for the national team, they have got pedigree, to be able, because if you can coach Kaiser Chiefs of South Africa, why not? The Malawi national Why team. not the flames of Malawi? Gentlemen, we can go on and on and on and on. Those who are listening, stay tuned again next week. We can't finish it in an hour. Uh, football on the African continent, there's just a lot that we can cover. But we thank you, nevertheless, for listening. Thank you for my special guest, that is Coach Tabo Snong, for coming to be with us. Hopefully, we'll see you next time, Coach. Wish you all the best with your World Cup preparations. Go and bring it home, Timothy, as usual. Thank you for coming and your contribution always valuable. So for those who are listening, see you next time, same place. This is African Football.